This is Out West. A podcast from The Outline about theories about the TV show Westworld. I'm John Lago-Marcino. I'm Adrian Jeffries. And I'm Josh Topolsky. Let's get into some analysis. We've just seen episode four of Westworld. Uh, we're going to assume that you have two. So if you haven't, uh, just be warned. There's going to be a lot of spoilers on this episode. Episode four, Dissonance Theory. It's cool, true. Cool title. What happened? Cool theory. Uh, so this was a, a lot of stuff happened in this. This is a action-packed episode. We yeah, saw. If it keeps accelerating at this pace, there's gonna be so I don't many. Know if there's I'll gonna be, be so many reveals. Up. They're oh. gonna need six seasons to do all the reveals. <laughs> uh, so Dolores, the the relationship between uh, Bernard and Dolores, says we've seen a deeper level of it. Uh, we see there are more conversations with her awakening, her whatever kind of awakening she's happening, uh, ha- as as happening with her. Um, William and Dolores finally meet. Uh, we see them interacting with one another. Uh, Logan and William and Dolores go on a quest together. Ford has a uh, very strongly worded encounter with Teresa. Uh, uh, Bernard has uh, like Tex-Mex sheets. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he has like I southwestern. That. He has southwestern. They, I'm pretty sure they cut from. I don't want to get into it, but they cut from like a scene about like the savages to. His like southwestern sheets, like I don't know. Is that they're a trying wink? To, I don't know. It's like or savages or their religion or their whatever. Like the people, the people. Okay, it doesn't matter. The people who live in the hills or whatever. Uh, and what else? I feel like something else. Oh, the man in black got much more specific about what he's doing. Very specific. Um, Still and we carrying learned, around that scalp. Yeah, and we learned the, uh, <laughs> the scalp is getting grubby. Napkin, yeah. And we we learn um, where the snakes lead at the. Uh, and at the blood Araya. That they're just a tattoo. Well, they're not just a tattoo. They're a tattoo that the Westworld's Robin has. That's what I refer to as that. You know Robin, the singer from uh, Sweden? Mm-hmm. Well, she just reminds me of Robin. So <laughs> she has like a Swedish <laughs> accent. Her is so cool looking. This was a, a real doozy of an episode. Huge. I mean, they introduced so many new things in this episode that it made me kind of angry. In some ways mm-hmm. more straightforward than other episodes, though, I feel like. Because here, at least, it was like, we have some of the rules of the road. Yeah. And now we're just watching characters discover things. They really reinforced the game aspect mm-hmm. of Westworld in this episode. Everybody was on a on a game quest, essentially. Mm-hmm. In fact, every character, I'm having a revelation, every character, Dolores included, was put on a game-like quest in this episode. So now she and the man in black mm-hmm. are both pursuing the maze. Uh, in in different times, yeah. In but we don't head. know that for sure. We don't know that but, for sure, but I, Laura and I have had a lot of conversations, and we she still thinks <laughs> the dual timelines are happening. And I, Laura, the honorary for Laura, the honorary for my wife. Um, and I'm inclined to believe that that's true. Okay. Based the on, dual timelines is true. Uh, or I or multiple color, timelines. I thought multiple. the multiple timelines color treatment was a lot more evident in this episode. You did? It was more obvious to me. There was one shot in particular where Dolores... Uh, I think it's Dolores, the opening shot with Dolores and William. Which more yellow. More yellow, super yellow, yeah. And during that crazy uh, montage scene when she's in front of the church, there's one where literally the sky changes color uh, over basically the same shot of from her. What, what, from what to what? Uh, from like a neutral white to like a pinkish sky. Okay, that doesn't mean anything. It's not part of the color treatment. Maybe not, but I mean they are doing things that look <laughs> jarring and... Yeah. But obviously that was in multiple timelines, even if it was just a flashback. So Favorite moment from this episode, anybody? Ooh. I know mine. What's yours? Well, I'm going to wait. For, I'll let you guys know. <laughs> I'm thinking. I like the wine overflowing that was cool. during the Ford thing because I oh, yeah. saw it happening. It was like, wow, that's a lot of wine. They Oh, okay. Oh, you know what my – a part that I noticed – this is probably my favorite. I'll just say it's my favorite part. The part where Logan shoots their guide, the uh, – Bounty hunter mm-hmm. in the head, and William goes, "What the fuck?" Yeah, was... that's exactly the reaction one would have. I think that was a nice moment. <laughs> My favorite moment, which is both on a deeper level, extremely revealing, uh, and raises many, many, many questions, but also was just a great Man in Black moment. Is uh, this is my fucking vacation? Yeah. Um. But also what is what precedes that is raises so many fucking questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, can I say something? Sorry. The Logan and William work for Delos. No, we don't they don't know that they they definitely, necessarily. He said nope. 
No, they're says, an investor in Delos. Yes. He says the company, this is why the company should increase our shares in this place. Correct. That means <laughs> they work for the company that owns the place and they hold no, shares. No, it doesn't. In. It means yeah. they work for an investor. No. Wrong. Uh, wrong. Remember, because Ford, Ford does say... In, I guess we're into our own pet theories, aren't sorry, we? Sorry, yeah, we're getting... I'm sorry, there's no... Okay, in this, my opinion, this is a good lead into my pet theory. Okay, there's no and question in my mind. that they work for Delos. There's no question in my mind you're that that's so, what they were saying. You're so close, but so wrong. <laughs> All right, here's my theory, which I should say, to give myself extra credit, is that I thought of this theory before watching episode four. And the theory is that we've been saying this whole time that we think William is the younger version of the man in black. I think it's Logan his asshole friend who started out as the super one dimensional least interesting character in the whole show. Mm. And now we're seeing a little bit more and more from him. And I think it's either, it's either he's the man in black or the show is trying to make you think he's the man in black. Yeah. And the show didn't anticipate that people would jump to William first. Right. So that's a good, that's a good theory. I have if something. Logan off- is the man in black and the man in black runs a foundation that saves people's lives. I'm thinking this is like a, giant foundation that does a lot of investments. It does a lot of charity work. It has investments in Delos and Logan works for it. And William is about to marry into the family that is this family foundation. Oh, it could be a Delos competitor. No, but why would they no, have it's shares? it's not a Delos right, competitor. Okay. So if it's a separate I'm, I'm convinced corporation that you're, that it's, slash that it, foundation. That they are actually Delos employees. Why, are they, why would you say of your own company we should increase shares in this place that we own? Because you're saying I'm an employee on like a, I'm a lower level employee of this company. I think they don't own the park yet. They say the company should increase its shares, not we use, personally. They so say this is why shares. the company should, should should give us more shares in this place. Or something so do like you that. remember in Teresa's conversation with Ford, Ford says that they created the park before Delos owned it. Yeah. If William and Logan are on a previous timeline, it's possible that Delos doesn't own the park yet. And this is William saying we should increase our share in investment in the park before owning it outright. Right. So here's a quick thing. So when a- so Adrian said this idea about Logan being the man in black, and I was like, no, wrong. And then during this episode— I'm get so many internet points for this. During this episode, I realized something, and I want to run this by you. I want to give you—I want to blow your mind a little bit. This is not my theory. This is sort of, my, I guess, a little bit my theory for this episode, maybe. So are you done with your theory? I am. I am looking up the exact wording of that line if you— Did you find it? —want to hear it. It's, what is it? Okay, it's it's coming up. I'm looking at it on HBO now with captions on. Okay. This is why the company needs to bump our stake in this place. They can even give you a sense of purpose. And William says, you said the trip was about welcoming me to the family. This is business. Logan says, with our family, William, everything is business. Okay, interesting. So... So and this is further evidence at that that William and Logan are in the past. Yes, when also if so, your your idea that Adrian's idea that Logan becomes the man in black, which tracks really nicely if you think about Logan being from this like wealthy family in our family, everything is business, and the guy says to him, "Your foundation saved my sister's life," which suggests that the that the man in black is is the is the proprietor or operator of a some kind of. Um, charity foundation or some other large foundation or maybe it's a medical some sort of medical business or whatever um which of course links into my theory but we'll get to that in a second Mm -hmm. but what i want to say is interesting is to think about this um we've been thinking that william in some ways like in the in the scenes where william uh we see william he's kind of the uh protagonist uh he's like you're kind of like, uh, William, I see this world through William's eyes. Like, he's, like, worried about the robot's well-being, and he's, like, he has, like, emotion about them, and he sort of, like, doesn't like the way Logan is operating. And so I think, like, they kind of have been driving us towards this idea that we're supposed to, like, feel a kinship with that character. Like, we're normal people. If we went to the park, I feel like most people watching would be like, yeah, I'm not just going to, like, randomly shoot people. That's crazy, right? But what they've also shown is that... um Dolores is having this awakening, right? Where she's kind of like reclaiming her, like, or claiming for the first time this like personhood. And there's, there are some trailers where they say like, I can't remember. I don't think it's, it's related to, it's basically seems to be related to Dolores where somebody says, if, if you were, if this, you were going to like rewrite your storyline, would you be the hero or the villain? And I think like, 
we've been thinking like, oh, William's going to fall in love with Dolores and then something tragic is going to happen that's going to drive him to turn bad and become the man in black. That's like the timeline. The dual timelines theory is like William somehow goes dark. So, so they've set that up. The okay. last thing we see of William and Logan in this whole episode is when Logan basically were to assume that he just convinced William to go black hat for the rest of the day at least. So think about it this way. Dolores, this is not the first time Dolores has become aware mm-hmm. of herself and right. her consciousness. That 30 years ago in the timeline of William and Logan, Dolores becomes self-aware. Dolores falls in love with William. William is killed by the man in black. Logan, his soon-to-be brother-in-law and dickhead, quote-unquote, friend. Dolores' storyline becomes avenging the death of William at the hands of the man in black. And so eventually their timelines meet 30 years later, that their timelines meet where Dolores is the hero and the man in black is the villain. And William is like the Ned Stark. William is basically (laughs) Ned Stark here. Do 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 you follow this? Yeah. That like they're posing like William it. as like the person who has the thing that happens. Yeah, I like it. And Dolores is actually the person who has the thing that happens, but instead of going dark, what happens is she actually becomes like the hero, the protagonist of the story. There's right. another way and of looking at it too, where say William decides to go black hat at Logan's pressing. He they bring Dolores he's already kind of in love with Dolores. They bring her out on wherever they're about to go. They're about to find some some nasty dude, right? Yeah. So the guy, the man in black, picks up Lawrence. He's like, let's go back to Pariah. My friends will help us. Right. But they're actually headed to somewhere else in pursuit of the maze. Okay, right. So once they're there, say something horrible happens to Dolores and it was William's fault. Yeah. Now This is a good origin story for the man in black, right? I guess so. There's another problem with the whole man in black Mm storyline, in my opinion, which is like they've given him this like specifically stated purpose which is which we don't know the origins of but he wants to from everything he said in this episode his goal is to make the robots able to kill human beings wait when did he say that he says i'm gonna set you free he says he says it he says that when he talks about arnold he says this is a place with it seems like it has danger but it has no danger i'm gonna change that and then he says to uh, who's the guy he's traveling with, Lawrence? Yeah. He says that he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. And he's like, maybe someday. Which yeah. definitely, oh. definitely is what he's doing is he thinks that by getting to whatever the end, the center of the maze is, is that he can change the rules of the game so that the danger for people is real in the park. Mm, that to me is not explicit for me. That to me is clear as a bell in this episode. Makes sense. I didn't note that one. Clear happened, as but a I didn't bell. make any connections. I mean, if, if that's not the case, <laughs> then I will. I mean, if that's not what he's, that's what I took away from having seen this episode a couple of times, I took away that very specific thing. And I was almost like, really? Like his, he wants anarchy in the park, but like, then we don't know why he wants anarchy. Right. But he is like vacillating between these two things where it's like, I want you to be conscious and free and dangerous the way human beings are. And like, I'm on my vacation, which are like weirdly incompatible statements in my opinion, unless his, he's there to die. So I think the three of us are driving (laughs) at one man in black theory that I think could reconcile itself into one cohesive thing. So Mm -hmm. I I think this is a small thing, but maybe an important one. When that when that guest says to the man in black, um, thank God for your foundation. You saved my sister's and then almost says life, I think. Um, My guess is that the foundation basically makes clones of people who are in trouble. So. So it kind of tied into what we were saying about the biological nature of these yeah. these hosts. I think this foundation is actually all about basically making people immortal or solving disease by copying them. Mm. I think that's what the Man in Black's oh. business is. And maybe maybe the disused bodies go to Westworld. Oh, it oh. does seem like there's some synergy, some <laughs> right? kind of synergy. Like, not sure exactly. They're like, we'll replace your body with a perfect version of it. Okay, this is and this is something. Huh. Yeah. Oh, yes. huh? um, this is something that Laura brought up that I have to that she brought up yesterday to me, and I've been thinking a lot about. The term "host" is in in you yeah. think of host as like a parasite and a host, and in sci-fi you think of like there's a lot of like there's always like the concept of like you know like the host is 
is is being like taken. Mm-hmm. The host is something that's taken over by an alien entity or another entity. Right. We call them hosts, right? They call them hosts. What we're trying to look for in Westworld is like, where's the soul? Like, where's the person, right? Where's Dolores? Is it her body? Clearly not. The bodies are getting shot up and ripped up and reused and revised and whatever. So like the brain has to become the next answer. And like in this episode, um, the, or wait, is this the episode where the guy bashes his head in with the rock? No, that was the the previous one. He's like bashing his like brain in with the rock. And like, I'm starting to think that there's something about like the brains versus the bodies that we need to like look more deeply at. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, where these corpses are hosts for the soul. Or this is something. so good. Yeah. This is our conversations are really I feel like I'm getting a lot <laughs> still, because of this, I'm forming like a much bigger picture of what's yeah. going on. So we're basically swirling around this idea that the man in black is very connected to the park. Right? What are we gonna what's the snappy name we give this? Theory. Is this a single theory that we're all sharing in? I think so, right? Does that make a sense? Lot, there's a lot of tri- tributaries off of it, but I think right. we're basically Wait, so the basic theory is that the man in black is an investor in the park. Mm. Well, at this like point, that. probably in a partial owner of the park or his foundation. I think he's very rich and powerful and maybe he has some ownership stake in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they said that man gets whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. So my guess is he probably either either is extremely rich and famous and powerful in the real world mm-hmm. or is in some way connected to, is some way like materially connected. Oh, do you think he's the representative that the board he is sent? probably the from, board yeah. from the board. He's probably that person. Yeah. He sits question. on the board, of course. Yeah. If he's if, yeah. if he's if okay, just playing the Logan storyline out for a second. Mm-hmm. If he's from a very rich family and it's like part of a company, which presumably like maybe the company and the family are one and the same for him, and they have an investment in Delos and in Westworld by proxy, then. Presumably, as he gets older and as their stake increases, he might be at some point sitting on the board, He's on, the board. on the board of Delos. Hence, the man in black is on the board. Yeah, I think this is um, chairman of the board is the name of this theory. Okay, yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Does that work for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Chairman, of the chairman board. in black. Yeah. The chairman mm. in black. Mm. All right. Either way. Yeah. We have chairman it. of the board. I like. Okay, the board. This, that's pretty that good. A, that ties. We don't use the chairman, but na- but a bunch of stuff just went off in my brain. I like that we're just probably creating a completely alternate theory about what the show is that has nothing to do with. Yeah, reality. in seasons we're going to produce our own really crappy like, homemade <laughs> It'll version. It'll be a live action. Yeah. East World. East World. Yes. <laughs> okay. Now. Okay. Just one more thing yes. on the Logan is a man in black theory is that we've been set up to identify as you were saying with William, who's the protagonist, but William is actually the most boring character in the show. He's the moral center of this show. I totally would be fine with him being I mean, killed he's the off. jack of wow. this show. He's definitely Ned Stark. I mean, he's Ned Starking all the way through this. He's like, no, don't do this. This is wrong. Why are we doing this? This is a horrible idea. And the next day, no, boom, head's cut it. off. Spoiler alert. That's what happens in the first season of Game of Thrones. He seems very disposable. Damn. That's all I'm saying, which fits with the theory. Okay. All right. What's our next? Fan move? theory? It's time for a fan theory. Let's it's time do for it. the meat of this episode. This uh, today's fan theory uh, comes to us from Reddit, Abby. Uh, was nice enough to send us her uh, her theory, so let's listen to it. Hey guys, this is Abby Lane out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and my theory is that there is no Arnold. Um, I I know that this is still a little bit early on to be throwing this out there, but there were a couple things that instantly brought me to this conclusion. Um, first of all. Uh, after every episode on EW, they uh, they have a, an interview with the producers, with uh, Nolan and Joy, and they ask them questions that are answered, usually vaguely. Um, they were asked, is there any chance we'll ever see Arnold in any form? And Nolan replies, I think that's unlikely. To me, that seems very definitive for so early on in the show. Uh, also means Arnold is not the man in black. Um, also, in Ford's flashback back in episode three, uh, there is no Arnold. He shows Bernard this photograph that just struck me as a little odd, almost as if, and this is also leaning into the Bernard as a host theory, that his power of suggestion made Bernard see something that wasn't really there. Uh, it just looked like the the way that the two guys were standing, something about it just looked a little photoshopped to me, and uh Given how talented they are at CGI, it seemed pretty noticeable. And when Ford was telling his backstory about Arnold, why was Arnold nowhere in that flashback? That just 
really struck me as odd. So I got the feeling the entire time that he was talking that what he was saying was true, but that the Arnold part was fabricated. I think Arnold means something, just not what he said. And I would not be surprised at all if we end up seeing that photo again in the future and Ford is the only person in it. Um, Love this show. You guys are doing a great job. Thanks. Well, so I thought from the first time that Anthony Hopkins tells the story about Arnold, I thought it, like Anthony Hopkins is a very good actor. It felt like he was acting when he was telling that story. And so, and I, I think, did we talk about it? I don't know if we did, but I definitely have talked about it maybe with you guys just offline, like not on the podcast. This rings true to me. I think there's something right about this. Like, it's too much. It feels too obvious. There's Arnold this, like, is Arnold. Anthony Hopkins' other personality. It does seem like uh, mm. um, Ford is a little unhinged in some way, right? Oh, yeah. Like, Well, he's like, you thought I, he was like, he kind of suggests. He seems that, like a chill person in some scenes, and then he seems like a raging, unchill person in other scenes. Well, they seem to show two different versions of him. One is like where he's calm and sort of fatherly. Yeah, and he has a he has a wedding ring inconsistency where sometimes he's wearing it and sometimes he's not. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Is oh. Ford sometimes Arnold? Well, that's the I think like, the, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, isn't it possible that Arnold is just like a? It's like a it's like a code word that he used for like another thing that he was doing, like another or program. Or it's like a Tyler Durden. Yeah. Split personality yeah. that he's, I swear if they he do thinks like, is someone else. It probably is. They though. do like the <laughs> piano the piano version of Where's My Mind at the end of the season when we discover. <laughs> yes. They pull a Mr. <laughs> Robot the slash Fight Club. Um, so, so Arnold comes up a number of times in this episode. I kind of thought we were going to, that was like, there was going to be an Arnold tease and then we weren't going to hear about Arnold for a while, but it's just like Arnold, Arnold, Arnold. I know. Arnold's so, also like a funny name for this. <laughs> like Arnold, Arnold just, it's like when Bernard. I think of Arnold, I think of like different strokes or Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, the the only whole, I like this theory a lot that yeah. there is no Arnold. I think it makes it a ton of out. sense. Yeah. It, well, it almost checks out except that the man in black mentions Arnold. Yeah, but Arnold could be a code, piece of code. Computer. Well, it's yeah. obviously somewhere in the world because the the hosts have have said Arnold maybe do it or, or it, it doesn't want the the one the milk Walter, guy Walter uh, the guy who's yeah. like shooting people and pouring milk on them yeah. says something directly he's about like, Arnold yeah he's talking to Arnold while mm-hmm. he's having his like, little mass shooting I feel like Arnold is going to be like this is a big spoiler so spoiler alert if you watch Game of Thrones and you haven't watched the I last I have season. not watched Game of Thrones but you don't watch it do you? I, I plan to at some point all right fuck well. Arnold is Ford's I like, feel like cat. I feel like Arnold is this thing where we're going to discover that Arnold is like a it's a word that has been somehow altered over time that it is that's not the word that it's either like rearranged or it's like I don't want to say it but I'm going to say it Hodor. You know, I'll just leave it at that. If you haven't seen Game of <laughs> sure. Thrones this season, we discover something about Hodor's name that tells us a lot more about why it's it is what it is. And I feel like Arnold is like that. Like it's like not the right word for the thing that it's something else. Hasn't someone worked out this thing where Arnold Weber is a uh, anagram of Bernard? Um, what's Bernard's last name? We should know this. There's so many characters and so many names. Like Stubbs. It's really unwieldy, Stubbs, right? For four Stubbs episodes? Is, Stubbs is a character. I don't right? know yeah. what Stubbs' first name is. Yeah, it's like just Stubbs. Well, it's weird that some people only go by last name and some only go by first name. Like, we've got Arnold, we've got Ford. Like Bernard. We don't know, do we know Ford's first name? Well, Arnold, we don't know if Arnold's Bernard a first Lowe. Bernard, Bernard Lowe. Bernard Lowe would be an anagram for Arnold Weber if his last name were Weber. Where's Weber come from? Someone if his last at, name were Weber, that's, that's quite like a That's like you just make up any name. This is Falls like when them. Reddit thought they found the Boston Bombers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. They're like, close enough. <laughs> if, if, it's like, if, that's yeah. like, oh, if his last name were whatever word you want, it could be arranged <laughs> into whatever other word you want. With like, with only a few exceptions. So it doesn't really work. Um, no, I think that this theory is right, though. Okay. The other thing that was interesting about Arnold is that Ford keeps saying he preferred the hosts to the guests. And you know who else seems to prefer the host to the guests? Man in Black. Does he? Yeah. 
He never wants to hang out with guests. He definitely seems to hate humans, and he, he definitely loves wants just talking Lawrence's ear off. And based on Lawrence, and based on my reading, <laughs> again, based on my reading and what I heard in this episode, he definitely is saying he wants to make the robots capable of killing humans, or the ho- the hosts capable of killing humans. Mm-hmm. He's like he's like he actually seems pissed that the world doesn't have that world doesn't have any real danger. That's what he says. Right. I mean, so that what makes does, sense. What does Abby does say again about why she doesn't believe that Arnold is the man in black? Because Jonathan Nolan said we won't, we probably, yeah, won't, we won't, probably see him. won't see him. And, yeah. yeah, we won't see him in yeah. any form, which I think kind of kills it. But it also does suggest that like Arnold is uh, not like, doesn't take a physical form. Mm-hmm. How about the photo? So uh, there was a, the which one? The Times, the Times Square photo? No, I'm talking about the, the photo of Arnold oh, and Ford. I I, th- I saw a theory on Reddit that sh- that said that there looks like there's a third person in the photo and they've like they're removed and somehow like by the power of suggestion Bernard doesn't see the third person, which is interesting. I do agree the photo looks weirdly fake in in a sea of otherwise. It looks like a square photo in a rectangle frame. It's yeah. like not there's, framed right. Yeah, there's like a side yeah, of like it where there's like a missing. The yeah. There's like a missing. It's like why would you frame a photo where there's two people and then a bunch of empty space on the side? You wouldn't. You'd have them in the middle, especially if you're trying to show the two people together. So it does seem very odd to me. Like maybe there's a third person there that isn't visible, or like in Bernard's mind, perhaps he sees a third. Per- I mean, he sees whatever. I don't know how you know, but it like it looks like the right photo to him. This is like a Back to the Future situation where yeah. someone has faded out of the photo. Yeah, I'm Speaking looking at uh, the list of the characters' actual names. Some of them have pretty funny last names. Okay, yeah. I'll, go ahead. Let's hear these names. All right. So we got Dolores Abernathy. We knew that. Yeah. Maeve Millay. Mm-hmm. Teddy's last name? Blood. Flood. Stubbs's first name is Ashley. Ashley, Ashley Stubbs. Stubbs. Where are He's we a man, this? Ashley. Wikipedia. Is this IMDb? Wikipedia. Ashley Stubbs played by a Hemsworth. Luke <laughs> Luke Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Okay. Yeah. Laura's like, how many Hemsworths are there? Clementine's last name is Pennyfeather. Clementine Pennyfeather? Yeah, oh. definitely made up hooker wow. name. Wow. Clementine Pennyfeather. And Elsie uh, Hughes and Robert Ford. Oh, my God. If you combine Hughes and Ford, you can <laughs> rearrange it to... Pennyfeather. To spell, to spell <laughs> Pennyfeather. <laughs> it all works out. It's all coming clear to me. Um so anyway, so I think there well, is no Arnold. I think the Arnold, I think the no Arnold theory ha, ha, it really holds up so far. I think that Arnold is an idea. I think it's like I, the question is: Would you it, go far enough to say that he is the name of one half of Ford's, or like one half of his personality? I like that idea, but I also, I also like don't trust Jonathan Nolan. <laughs> right, because he could just Q&A. be saying he's be making shit up. He could also be like, sure. "Oh yeah, not no, you're not not in any form, but like yeah, actually, he's just lying." Yeah, these interviews don't. I, I would put less stock in these. Didn't interviews the lost guys lie let's... about a bunch of stuff? Mm, they never lied. They no. were felt like I felt lied to <laughs> in some way. But yeah, I think. Well, that's... I know, like as Game of Thrones is more Game of Thrones spoilers, mm. as Game of Thrones was being filmed, and they were like, uh, "Oh, Jon Snow, Jon Snow's dead. dead. He's definitely and he's dead." Like, He's like appearing in the media with the haircut for Game of Thrones, and people right. are like, "So are you coming back?" And he was like, "No, it's just flashbacks." Yeah, he just lied. Right, lied to everyone. Just like, uh, just like with um, what's his name from Walking Dead? Yeah. So you hear some Walking Dead spoilers. I got some for you. <laughs> You're over Walking Dead. Fuck the Walking Dead. That, so, show, that shows no anyway, plot. No just, point. Just to say, like that piece of evidence, I would say is not a totally reliable piece of evidence. I agree. We have an unreliable narrator who's yes. a classic unreliable He's narrator. Literally, and, the unreliable. And the entire narrator. show is based around the concept of unreliable narrators and un, an unreliable edit, essentially. And like he's the mastermind behind it. He also is like, you know, he created Memento, so which is like the king of unreliable narrators as like edit editing as unreliable narrator. So, yeah, you can't trust that guy. Right. So if we take that piece of evidence off the table, then I don't think there's actually that much much evidence for there not being any any Arnold other than we just haven't seen Arnold. I will say this, though. It does feel really forced that Arnold Arnold as a thing comes up so much. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like it's set up to be a thing that we've misunderstood. Like, I feel like they're making it seem like, oh, we're going to meet a man named Arnold. And actually, it's much more complex than that. So another thing that's It's like a supercomputer in the middle of the maze. I just... Yes. It's like a supercomputer that's like sentient. It's like Wintermute from Neuromancer. That's like it's like a part of Westworld that's become sentient. 
I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. I don't or, know. or the part of Westworld that the hosts believe is God. Well, there is this whole thing going on with the church and this. And I wanted to bring this up, too, because when we see uh, Dolores on the ground in front of her own grave in front of the church. How do we know it's her own grave? It says Dolores uh, something on it. Oh, it's her this grave. reinforces the theory of evolution. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, while she's in front of that grave, we see this figure of a man just standing there. And a lot of people have leapt to the conclusion that that was Arnold. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, you'd be like, what if Arnold's a woman? Yeah. What if Arnold's a lady? You'd even thought of that. I hadn't thought of that. We're about to elect our first female president. Who knows? Maybe Arnold could also be a woman. The times they are a change in. This is also in the future, so names might be totally up for grabs. Uh, so wait, so so what are we? Um, so, so are we? Let's go around. Yeah, your nay on, uh, on on no Arnold. No Arnold. I think there is no Arnold. I think Arnold is uh, not a man. Not a person. I I feel like it's too early to say. There's def- the sa- the definitely safety is not answering this question. That's a good move. <laughs> doesn't seem doesn't seem like a straight Arnold is what Ford said in that flashback situation. Definitely doesn't seem like Arnold was the co-founder who was written out of the story and killed himself in the park. That seems no. like a lie. That seems like bullshit. The truth, I think, lies somewhere in between. Whoa. Wow, 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 wow. Well, you'll insert a sound effect there, like my mind being blown. Of course, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. It's the uh, second time in 24 hours I've done that same joke. So, um, All right, but so, someone's keeping track of this, right? Like, Abby gets internet points if she called this, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Abby wins the internet. Um, should we do uh, old theories and gripes real quick? Sure. Should we? Well, let's do gripes first. Okay. Like, you, you have some stuff that you uh, hate. Gosh about darn it. Okay, here's, a, here's something. They can surveil these things. They can monitor their vital signs. They have full access to them in every way, shape, and form, like literally like bodily access to them. They are not aware. They can't see into Maeve's house. They're not aware that she's been drawing pictures of the guys that operate on her. I was her. thinking the same thing, too. Like, is, it seems Ford like, knows that, that Teresa is sleeping with Bernard, but he has no idea that Maeve has just like taken a bullet out of herself. That's because all yeah. of that is part of Ford's storyline. Yes. Also, the toy that the, that the um, Native American kid is playing with or holding or whatever, is the is the guy with the mask on like wouldn't they be like wait a second uh why is the where did this toy come from why does it look like this why are they worshiping it they talk about like them having the savages having this religion and that's part of it so there is this like theological underpinning this like and honestly you see that in that scene with ford and Teresa, where it's a it's almost a theological conversation. He calls himself a god, right? He's like, we created every blade of grass here. What does that mean? Like, <laughs> like you planted seeds, you or you like? There's some it's kind just of just cr- a figure of speech. I think trash. it is too. I don't yeah. think it is. I think he's saying they made everything there. If they show him excavating the land to reform to terraform the land to some other storyline. So my impression is they're saying, like, we built this thing, all of it, to a, like, vision by from scratch. Also, there's some thing on the Delos website that says that the only thing that's living or not created for the park is, is like, the flies. Yeah. Which really makes no sense. Which really makes no sense. But, but it could all work out if they're on the moon. I was going to say, are. no, it doesn't make sense that there would be flies on the moon. Yeah. They introduced yeah, no, no. one Earth species and it's yeah, flies. Yeah, of course. No. You know, people travel, you know, something you know, is like larva and de- de- decomposing bodies. And I don't know. I don't know how nature works. But they I'm also sure... show the moon in this episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, That's right. They show long... Dolores look at the moon and then she has like a blackout. Like, I'm just saying, whatever. <laughs> you think that was a false moon? Yeah. She looks <laughs> at the moon. She looks at the moon and then she like flashes to like the scene with the grave and the man standing over. Yeah, not that, to the grave at that point. Isn't that it's where it just, happens? No, it's just the it's the lights and the. Earth oh, it's the do- it's the guys, right? Something. Yeah. Okay, well, all I'm saying is the moon is a trigger, <laughs> the trigger word. Okay. I got a gripe. What's your gripe? Maeve. She, she's having, she's having a lot of thoughts. She's having visions. She goes into her room, and draws this picture, of. A figure and then she opens up the floor to hide the picture and there's a stack of other pictures yeah does that suggest that she's drawn that same figure over and over and put it in the floorboard and forgot yes. about it yes they wiped so her memory wouldn't it trigger her 
every time she opened the floorboard to find previous yeah. drawings. Yeah. Yes. That's what's so tragic about it. Yes. Then she puts them back in there and then she yeah. they are, they wipe her mind. And then she goes back. But like they would wouldn't they know that she's drawing this? This is what I was saying. Is like, well, wait a second. Well, uh, I think maybe that so was my, time is that's my gripe. The, so, so this time is different from all the others because she keeps one drawing and brings it to um, yeah. to Hector. Right. She's, so but she I didn't put it back is, in the floor. I think this is all part of the new timeline. Oh yeah. yeah. That Ford is creating. Yeah. And we are being messed with because we're looking for patterns that we've already noticed in the previous episodes of loops in whatever timeline. And this now to... we can't tell what is host scanning consciousness and what is just programmed as part of Ford's new t- new story. The which seems this... to be some kind of meta. The end of this line. episode where Maeve and Hector presumably get shot after she takes a bullet out of her torso. Yeah. I think it has to be a break in the normal loop. This has to be new ground because they're not only going to find this thing that was happening between her and Hector when they go to clean them up, but they're also going to find the drawing and the bullet. Like, some, someone's at least going to lose his job, for remember, for leaving yeah. the bullet inside her. Yeah. Also, they're going to find the drawing. Unless that's part of Ford's narrative. Right. Leaving that memory in her head. Well, like, I think is, that's it, what it's is it be. possible there's some kind of crazy big epic narrative that actually involves the existence of Delos and people running Westworld that somehow... They said it's not a retrospective. No, he it's not a retrospective. A I don't mean that. I mean, like, that the awareness of the game is somehow part of a new storyline, that the maze is part of a storyline that, like, people who vacation at the park have been led to believe that the maze goes somewhere as part of an epic right. mega storyline. Maybe Delos is part of the storyline. Yeah, that's, maybe that like, would be really stupid. If that happens, I'm, I'm maybe quitting it's like, the podcast. Maybe it's like Del- the existence of Delos in this place in Westworld is, like, inside of Future World. Like, Future World's the game, and inside of Future World you go to Westworld, and, like, Delos is a company that runs Westworld. Like, that that's part of it. It could be, but wouldn't that be dumb? So, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that but one. I think like, you're like, also kind of high. I, like, I just thought, I thought, like, the way it was presented in the show, it was supposed to suggest to you that this was the first time that Maeve had had this realization. And then she finds the drawings, which suggests it's not the first time she has this revelation, but something about this time she pushes through whatever the point would be when she would normally forget it. Yeah, because Arnold. I just thought it was, like... Actually, the, the thing there might have the park might have worked against her uh, when Hector comes to town. That might not have happened every other time. This thing with her drawing, doing the drawing and putting it in the floorboards. This might be the first time that chain of events was given to her. Right, Wait where a she could corner Hector. Wait a second. I think it is. So this so, is so we, we, they kind of made their own bet on this one. They're helping along the sentience by making little tiny she's changes really to the storyline. She's not really getting line. sentient. No, That's part of the storyline. The storyline is that she's like doing something that or could be interpreted by the audience as sentience. Isn't, isn't, this timeline, isn't this timeline the same one where the man in black is with those guys and they're getting ready to go to town to get the safe? And like the man in black thing is like a devi- they've like deviated and him. And he let Hector out three days early. Yeah, he he's let him the out. reason that Maeve is finding the. Yeah, this is argument for the Delo storyline. Okay, <laughs> this actually makes more of an argument that this is part of. That this is part of. You guys lost me. Spell okay. it out for me. Okay, so the man in black is playing this thing where he's looking for the maze, and he follows. He gets the girl with the snake, and she's like, "Well, Hector is it's Hector, right?" Yes. Is like locked Who, up. By the way, is Paolo from Lost? Yeah, right. So Hector's <laughs> locked up, and and you got to go get him. And there, and those guys are with him. Who's like, you saved my, you saved my sister. Or whatever. He's like, shut up. I'm on my vacation. And then they go and they break him out. And he goes back and he gets the information from the girl. And then they're like, he's like, you're not going to find what you're looking for in that safe. And then they go off early because he got him out three days early to town where her and Hector, where they come to rob the safe. And she knows that he's the guy who lives with the savages. Therefore, he would have knowledge of the creatures that she's been drawing because that's part of their religion. So are you with me? Find out? And so and so and so. They're together purely for the fact that the man in black let him out early. Yes. Yeah, and but do you remember it was an episode two where um Elsie said something about sabotage? I think the man in black is the saboteur. Actually, Ford is the one who says no. sabotage. Okay. But Ford I think Ford is the one who's the saboteur. He sent Bernard is like something weird, and then Ford's like, Do you think it's sabotage? we don't know how the man they sent the man in black? Think like about the this. first episode. The man in black is also like, they're like they're like, I need two pyrotechnics. Remember? With the well, yeah, exploding because, but, cigars? No, but, but they do that because he's like an important person. I think the man in black has been through the loops so many times. He's basically found 
like a speed run through the game, basically, mm -hmm. where he's causing all this stuff to happen and right. he's sabotaging it by playing by the rules of the game. So he knew to yeah, short circuit her. But uh, he doesn't Hector's. know that. But he doesn't know these people are. Ha he wants them to have these awakenings. No, I know. But that's he what doesn't I'm have any evidence that they are having. But like, so you think Maeve is having a real awakening? So well, I think he's gotten Maeve to real do that enough before. For that scene. I think he's gotten Maeve to do that before, and she's. Uh, and he's seen that it like fails at some place. Well, maybe he's seen the drawings. That's what I'm saying. So if he knows that she does that, but that she needs some reason to find something, he could then plant Hector. He could short circuit it by making Hector. He so might have done this or, so or, many or, times. Or, or the man in black is like Bill Murray in Groundhog Day. Yes. Yeah, kind of. He's just or learning it, to play piano. Or it's he's it, seducing the girl. Yes. Yes. Or, or it's it, it's something that Ford has set up. Knowing that the man in black is there for a specific reason that might be That's counter to I his think. reasons. I think all of this is Ford pulling the strings. At any rate, I think it's strange that those two things match up yeah. at the end. Yeah. Okay. Theory check. <laughs> okay, so I think we've had another breakthrough in this episode. I think we've had a breakthrough. Right? Yeah. Maybe. What was the breakthrough? Well, it's that this man in black deviation seems connected to Maeve's like, malfunction. Yeah. yeah. All right, so this goes into my theory, the false AI theory, the idea that all of these suggestions of sentience are really just manifestations of programming, sophisticated programming. I think that's still what's happening here. I think it seems like it appears that Maeve is having an awakening. It appears that she remembers these uh, technicians who are like dragging her out of the saloon after death and operating on her and leaving bullets in her, but that's actually all part of... Ford's meta narrative, which is this really elaborate thing that's going to take the narrative to the next level and not just be another like shoot, fuck, like cannibalism, whatever else was in the Mary fuck kill the Lee Sizemore's <laughs> tiny brain. So the I don't think I don't that, think Maeve is track, having an awakening. How does that track with my um, theory that the whole thing is the entire thing is a narrative built by Ford? The Delos and everything else is part this of this. This is so out there. I can't like, engage with that theory. Yeah. <laughs> Get, so come on. So so Get so in. you're saying false AI theory still on the table? Yes. Josh, the theory of evolution from last week still on the table for you? So not only is it on the table, but somebody brought up. I'm trying to find the tweet, but somebody suggested. Um, so I'm really starting to obsess about this idea that the brains, at the very least. If these are Frankenstein's built out of like some kind of genetic material, but they're not like an actual body because bodies rot and decompose and which these bodies do, but they seem to be much more malleable. Um, somebody suggested via Twitter. Do you yeah, have this? I have mm -hmm. the tweet right here. It's uh, at Royals words says, Ari, your Westworld theory. Maybe Abernathy vaguely remembers Times Square from his pre host life. And that's why they decommission him. Yeah, I mean, I think there's something interesting about this idea that, like, us, you know, that like part of what we're seeing is not people like, oh, my my artificial intelligence suddenly has become self-aware. It's more like there's a deeper my level of consciousness. Yes, human that they've like post body. That's right. That they've lobotomized a regular brain essentially. This is so dark. And and they've created this narrative using the gray matter because it's a great processor or whatever and the most realistic. But like there's a deeper level of memory and thought and feeling and understanding. And when they talk about Dolores like getting freedom, when you think about it as a kind of imprisonment, it's not just a physical one. It's a but it is a, 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 a mental and cognitive imprisonment. Sure. And so and so if there's a, another deeper level locked away, it could be like the real brain and the real person. I just remembered another piece of evidence for the false AI theory. At the very top of this episode, Bernard is in another one on one with Dolores and he's like talking to her about her parents are dead. And she's like uh, saying all the things he wants her to say. And he, she repeats something he said almost verbatim, yes, yes. suggesting that he's really planted this idea in her head, even though she seems to be manifesting it back to him. Yes. She says, he says, like, uh, she's saying there's so much pain from her parents being dead. And he says, I can make that pain go away if you like. And she says, why would I want that? This pain is all I have left of them, which is exactly what, what he, he said about his son, possibly non-existent son. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's definitely part of the same script, right? So here's the other thing about that scene that I, I wanted to talk about. Th okay, this is the dual timelines theory is, becomes really difficult to contemplate, but some things to think about. They talk about having read many books together mm -hmm. in that scene. She's like, just like the other books that we've read, 
Like, mm-hmm. it's not the first time they've done this, right? And she's remembering the books. And he's sending her on this this mission to find the maze, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, she's on that mission when she meets William to find the maze. Or we think... It's edited to suggest uh, it's edited, that, it's but it's not it. clear-cut. Well, but also, it's also possible that this isn't the first time that Bernard has done this. That, like, we are seeing... If Bernard's a host and Dolores is an old, if, it, <laughs> if Dolores is an old host uh-huh. and Bernard's a host, this the thing that happened thirty years ago may be happening again. I think that makes that a there lot is of like, sense. That there's a duplication of that everybody has like mm. gotten to a similar point. Well, after and, some form of suppression, and in order for the dual timelines theory to hold together at all, you would have to assume that Dolores has gone off her loop twice at least. Well, they, that's why what's really deceptive in this one is you've got Dolores. She runs into William and Logan. He's like, where are you headed? She's like, I don't know, but I think I need to keep going. Yeah. And then they flash into the control center and someone's like, we've got a host way off her loop. And this is in present timeline with Ashley Stubbs. With, right. Yeah, but we don't and know. We don't know if it's in present timeline. Stubbs is in present timeline. Oh, right. Yeah. That's right. But, 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 so that's but they're not talking. Like, but they're not talking. Yes, exactly. They cut it to make it sound like yeah. that's they're talking about Dolores in the previous scene, but they could be talking about Dolores doing something off her timeline. In a this later. all makes a ton of sense to me. Yeah. A lot of people on the internet think this is a completely insane. Okay, theory. maybe except there's except for one thing. Yeah, they show distinctly show a different logo for yeah, Westworld. Yeah. In a yeah, scene with William, that. and in in a scene in the past where they're showing the old robots, and now all the logos are different. There's no fucking explanation for that, yep. except to point to the idea that there is a past and a present at the very least. There's also this church that's standing up and it becomes oh. just a steeple that's buried underground. Well, like, the church they show yeah. in the flashback, the steeple looks a lot like the steeple that seems to be buried under and burned, uh, buried and burned <laughs> yeah. and it's like literally just the top of the steeple sticking out. Right. He also but We before, don't see William and Logan with that church though. That's in a flashback. We do see Dolores. No, we oh. see Dolores in, in a, a flashback, flashback with yeah. the church. So that doesn't really Add evidence to the. Well, you don't see the theory. church, but you don't see the church in there in with William and Logan no, at all. You, you, you yeah. see the church in when Ford is talking about a new narrative, and then he talks to Teresa and says, "I'm not going to do a retrospective," which mm-hmm. seems to indicate that he's referencing something that happened previously in the park, a narrative that was previously right. in the park. Which, okay, and he seems to be pointing to that church as a, a something that having to do with that narrative. All right, so multiple Ugh. timelines theory is still yeah. in play, and your I think your AI thing is interesting, but I I think uh, it, it it doesn't account right. for it doesn't account right. for a lot of. And the, then the only uh, the only other cleanup we have to do on theories is the multiple Teresa's theory, which okay. Dom gave us last I week. I think that this is not looking good anymore. Yeah, Teresa has this big confrontation with Ford. He seems to be suggesting that she is a human, yeah. and he remembers when she was a human visitor to the park and sets her up at the same table that she sat at with her parents that would have to be a very elaborate host well now backstory but of like nested games and delos being part of the game in order for that to in order for her to still be a host if she were a host why would she be opposing ford and it also seems like uh they wouldn't want to program hosts who are unhappy in the place where they are (laughs) right right also very (laughs) Made me just really like Teresa Moore as her being like, this place kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it is specific. I mean, that place is like, I feel like it's really specific. It's like the Old West. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a totally new theory. Can <laughs> oh, I God. tell you about it? Sure. That's not really supposed to be happening in this section. I know. I'm I sorry, so. but I just remembered it and I want to tell it sure. to you. So the thing that man in black says about like this place is supposed to have danger, but it doesn't like, I want to make it dangerous. So a lot of people have talked about, like I've heard a lot of people say theories about how, like what's going on with the world outside of this? Like Leah Finnegan here was like, Oh, it's like the hunger games. It's like a, it's a, you know, the world is destroyed and this is like the rich people go to like vacation in this place. And I was like, uh, and Laura and I talked about it and she's like, yeah, like it seems like the world is like a na- horrible, nasty, like horrible. I think what actually is true is the reverse that like outside of Westworld, the world is like 
a utopia where no mm. one gets sick, mm-hmm. no one dies, there's mm-hmm. no suffering, there's no murders, yep. there's no crime. That like maybe no everybody way to let out your aggression. Right. Maybe everybody is like on like a soma like drug. And like Westworld is the only place where you can like be human. And so mm-hmm. that's why the stakes that are like make this a bad game yes. don't really matter. And that's why the man in black is like, I, I want real freedom. Yeah. And when they talk about freedom, for ev- for the characters there, they really are talking about the f- like humanity in all of its like, in all of its like darkness mm-hmm. and light, right? Whereas like in the world they live in, it is like this like very mundane, monotonous like, you ut- the utopia of the future that we all imagine, which actually is like boring and like destroys humanity. Why would anyone choose to be a white hat in that world? Well, I mean. I think you can still experience like the dangers of like the old west and not be like a bad guy. I'm not saying it's like the purge. We well, can also go and just if anyone's happy in the utopia, like just really complacent complicit with the utopia. Uh-huh. You could just go like like it's going to Six Flags. It's right. like exactly. Yeah, you just exactly. Have to, yeah. It's like yeah, yeah it's I mean, just not everybody and not everybody wants to go on like the death defying roller coasters <laughs> right, at Six right. Flags. Some people just want to hang out there and like go on the nice rides and like eat some funnel cake. Mhm. They have Final Cake at Six Flags? I don't really know. They, they do. I hate amusement parks. <laughs> I would love Westworld, though, I think. Would, would you be you? white hat or black hat? I mean, I would just do something fun. Like, I don't think I would be like, I don't think I'd go in there, like, to be evil and, like, rape people. That doesn't sound like a good time to me. Like, when I think about stuff that I want to do, like, murdering and raping people is not high on my list. It just <laughs> That's isn't. reassuring. It doesn't sound like, like, I don't really even like ga- shooting games. Like, yeah. I mean, I like them. To a degree, mostly I enjoy exploring. Like fall, I like the Fallout games because you just get to walk around. The maze seems like fun as long as it doesn't involve raping or murdering. Yeah, someone. like I like. It I think like a really small maze, right? It but, does seem like a. <laughs> no, I think the maze is not literal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think it's like a map. Yeah, you don't it's think like, it's a literal maze? No, I think the maze is actually it's a it's a it's a symbol. Actually, it's like based on a symbol, uh-huh. uh, which maybe a southwest like in the southwest is a very common symbol. I can't think what of the name of it right now. What do you think is going on with the Orion Belt? Carving. Oh well, they're on the moon, so I think on the moon, There's Orion so has many. on the moon. I looked you this s- up. I you see four up. stars no, instead of three in Orion. No, it still looks the same. Oh, really? I looked it up. Shit. That would be really good. That would have been good. What about on Mars? What about on Mars? What does Orion look like well, on Mars? Well, actually, you wouldn't really see Orion at all from the oh. moon. Like the thing about oh. about Orion is that it's like relative to the moon. That's one of the defining characteristics mm. of Orion. Is like it makes a tangent line off the moon. Mm. Anyway, interesting. So anyway, are we knocking out the Teresa, the multiple Teresa I think theory? We, I think we have to kill it. Uh, yeah, For I'm now. sad to see it go, but yeah, sorry, Dom. You are you are our first theory haver, but your new theory, your flood theory, is very good. We, Let's talk about that soon. We're gonna talk about it on the maybe we'll talk on the next one. Yeah, cool. Okay, more theories. We need more. <clears throat> yeah. You can, send them to us. Yeah, you, how do we? How do they send them to they us? Send them record it yeah. in a voice memo or any kind of audio or any file. Any kind of audio file and email it to outwest at theoutline dot com. We're waiting for them. <laughs> We're waiting. Eagerly. We're waiting patiently. <laughs> um, it's like a phone bank, but just people checking their emails. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our show. Uh, we'll be back next week. We will. Uh, we're going to try to do it a little bit faster. I think. We want to get this out as soon as possible. After right, so the, send us your theories as soon as you watch the show. Yeah, as soon on as you Sunday night, get yeah. them in before you hit Reddit. So we'll yeah, extremely yeah, late. We, send us we, a, send us your theory. It can be long. It can be short. We will take all all but sizes. But it should be thought out. But it better be good. Yeah, that's the main thing. And we'll be back next week with more. And remember, hell is empty, and all the devils are here. <laughs> <laughs>